to APCAST 365, the Bible in one year. My name is Anita, and I am very happy you decided to join me in today's reading. Day 71, from the New International Version, Numbers 10, Numbers 11, Mark 13, verses 1 through 8, Psalm 51, verses 1 through 9. Numbers 10, the silver trumpets. The Lord said to Moses, take two trumpets of hammered silver and use them for calling the community together and for having the camp set out. When both are sounded, the whole community is to assemble before you at the entrance to the tent of meeting. If only one is sounded, the leaders, the heads of the clans of Israel, are to assemble before you. When a trumpet blast is sounded, the tribes camping on the east are to set out. At the sounding of the second blast, the camps on the south are to set out. The blast would be the signal for setting out. To gather their assembly, blow the trumpets, but not with the signal for setting out. The sons of Aaron, the priests, are to blow the trumpets. This is to be a lasting ordinance for you and the generations to come. When you go into battle in your own land against an enemy who is oppressing you, sound a blast on the trumpets. Then you will be remembered by the Lord your God and rescued from your enemies. Also, at your times of rejoicing, your appointed festivals and new moon feasts, you are to sound the trumpets over your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, and they will be a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. The Israelites leave Sinai. On the 20th day of the second month of the second year, the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle of the covenant law. Then the Israelites set out from the desert of Sinai and traveled from place to place until the cloud came to rest in the desert of Paran. They set out this first time at the Lord's command through Moses. The divisions of the camp of Judah went first under their standard. Nashon, son of Aminadab, was in command. Nathaniel, son of Zuar, was over the division of the tribe of Issachar. And Eliab, son of Helon, was over the divisions of the tribe of Zebulon. Then the tabernacle was taken down, and the Gershonites and the Merorites who carried it set out. The divisions of the camp of Reuben went next went next. Under their standard, Eleazar, son of Shedeur, was in command. Shelemiel, son of Zerushaddai, was over the divisions of the tribe of Simeon. And Eliasaph, son of Duiel, was over the division of the tribe of Gad. Then the Kohathites set out, carrying the holy things. The tabernacle was to be set up before they arrived. The divisions of the camp of Ephraim went next under their standard. Elishema, son of Amihud, was in command. Gamaliel, son of Pedazor, was over the division of the tribe of Manasseh. And Abidon, son of Gideoni, was over the division of the tribe of Benjamin. Finally, as the rear guard for all the units, the divisions of the camp of Dan set out under their standard. Ahiezer, son of Amishadai, was in command. Pagiel, son of Akron, was over the division of the tribe of Asher. And Ahira, son of Enon, was over the division of the tribe of Naphtali. 
This was the order of march for the Israelite divisions as they set out. Now Moses said to Hobab, son of Ruo, the Midianite, Moses, father-in-law, We are setting out for a place about which the Lord said, I will give it to you. Come with us, and we will treat you well. For the Lord was promised good things to Israel. He answered, No, I will not go. I am going back to my own land and my own people. But Moses said, Please do not leave us. You know we are you know we you know where we should camp in the wilderness, and you can be our eyes. If you come with us, we will share with you whatever good things the Lord gives us. So they set out from the mountain of the Lord and traveled for three days. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord went before them during these three days to find them a place to rest. The cloud of the Lord was over them by day when they set out from the camp. Whenever the ark set out, Moses said, Rise up, Lord. May your enemies be scattered. May your foes flee before you. Whenever it came to rest, he said, Return, Lord, to the countless thousands of Israel. Numbers 11. Fire from the Lord. Now the people complained about their hardships in the hearing of the Lord. And when he heard them his anger was aroused then fire from the lord burned among them and consumed some of the outskirts of the camp when the people cried out to moses he prayed to the lord and the fire died down so that the place was called tabera because the fire from the lord had burned among them quail from the lord the rabble with them began to crave other food and again the israelites started wailing and said If only we had meat to eat. We remember the fish we ate in Egypt at no cost. Also the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. But now we have lost our appetite. We never see anything that is but but this manna. The manna was like coriander seed and looked like resin. The people went around gathering it and then ground it in a hand mill or crushed it in a mortar. They cooked it in a pot or made it into loaves, and it tasted like something made with olive oil. When the dew settled on the camp at night, the manna also came down. Moses heard the people of every family wailing at the entrance to to their tents. The Lord became exceedingly angry, and Moses was troubled. He asked the Lord, Why have you brought this trouble on your servant? What have I done to displease you that you put the burden of all these people on me? Did I conceive all these people? Did I give them birth? Why do you tell me to carry them in my arms as a nurse carries an infant to the land you promised an oath to their ancestors? Where can I get meat for all these people? They keep wailing to me. Give us meat to eat. I cannot carry all these people by myself. The burden is too heavy for me. If this is how you are going to treat me, please go ahead and kill me. If I have found favor in your eyes and do not let my face, don't, and please do not let me face my own ruin. The Lord said to Moses, bring me 70 of Israel's elders who are known to you as leaders and officials among the people. Have them come to the tent of meeting that they must stand there with you. I will come down and speak with you there. 
and I will take some of the power of the spirit that is on you and put it on them. They will share the burden of the people with you so that you will not have to carry it alone. Tell the people, consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow when you will eat meat. The Lord heard you when you wailed. If only we had meat to eat. We were better off in Egypt. Now the Lord will give you meat and you will eat it. You will not eat it for just one day or two days or five, ten, or twenty days, but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and you loathe it because you have rejected the Lord who is among you and have wailed before him saying, Why did we ever leave Egypt? But Moses said, Here I am among 600,000 men on foot, and you say, I will give them meat to eat for a whole month. Will they have enough if flocks and herds were slaughtered for them? Will they have enough if all the fish in the sea were caught for them? The Lord answered Moses, Is the Lord's arm too short? Now you will see whether or not what I, will, what I say will come true for you. So Moses went out and told the people what the Lord had said. And he brought together 70 of their elders and had them stand around the tent. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke with him. And he took some of the power of the spirit that was on him and put it on the 70 elders. When the spirit rested, rested on them, they prophesied, but did not do so again. However, two men whose names were Eldad and Medad had remained in the camp. They were listening among the elders, but did not go out to the tent. Yet the spirit also rested on them, and they prophesied in, their, in the camp. A young man ran and told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, son of Nun, who had been, who had been Moses' aide since youth, spoke up and said, Moses, my Lord, stop them. But Moses replied, Are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit on them. Then Moses and the elders of Israel returned to the camp. Now wind went out from the Lord and a drove quail in from the sea. It scattered them into two cubits deep all around the camp as far as a day, day's walk in any direction. All that day and night and all the next day, the people went out and gathered quail. No one gathered less than ten homers. Then they spread them out all around the camp. But while the meat was still between their teeth and before it could, become, could be consumed, the anger of the Lord burned against the people, and he struck them with a severe plague. Therefore the place was called Heboth Hadatava, because there they buried the people who had craved other food. From Hebroth Hadatava, the people traveled to Hezeroth and stayed there. Mark 13 verses 1 through 8. The destruction of the temple and signs of the end times. Jesus was leaving the temple. One of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher. What massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these great buildings, replied Jesus? Not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, 
when will these things happen? And what would be the sign that they are all about to be fulfilled? Jesus said to them, Watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, claiming, I am he, and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. Psalm 51, verses 1-9 through 9. For the director of music, a psalm of David, when the prophet Nathan came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgressions, wash away all my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. That is the end of today's reading. Thank you for listening and please do not forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends. Have a blessed day.